And welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. I'm your host, Chad White. If you didn't know, this is the premier podcast for the website, cpluscomedy.com. Like I just said, it's a website. Go there. We're back with the Constitutionals, episode 135. Uh, you might notice we are in a different configuration today, and you might notice we're back on the futon. Hey, hey, look at this. Back on the futon. I suggest you watch the um, video version of this podcast, which could be found at youtube.com slash cpluscomedy. Uh, you might notice. All right, so <laughs> here's a few things you might notice first. We're in front of a brick wall. It's like Seinfeld. <laughs> it's just like Seinfeld. Except there's, there's way less jokes and it's way less funny. Uh, and second, hold on, I'm writing down the title already. Uh, and second, back on the futon, I found a couch. I was coming home from the gym. <laughs> found a couch, truly. Found a couch. I was coming home from the gym. Uh, and... Um, it was like, it's like, it's like six o'clock in the morning. I'm coming home from the gym and the, the, I live in an apartment. That's not a complex, just apartment. It's just a, it's a, like a, a big brick building with a bunch of apartments in it. And across the street, it's a family home. And I see they have money. I know they have money. I just, I can see inside the house. Cause they're one of those people. They're those people that, uh, leaves their windows open. Like, and you can look inside at all times. And it's not, I mean, it's a, it's a hipster part of the neighborhood, but it's still not safe. Cause the, I did leave my car unlocked and all of my stuff was ramshack, ramshackled. <laughs> anyway, across the street, throwing away this couch. And I go, Oh my God, there's a couch thrown away. There's must be something wrong with it. I'm looking around the couch, looking around the couch. And then mind you, it's 6am. It's very dark outside. Looking around the couch, looking around the couch. I see there's nothing wrong, all right? I go, <laughs> I walk away, then I come back, and I go, you know what, maybe I'll take this couch. The guy comes out of the house, and I'm th- it's a white guy, so I'm like, oh my gosh, I should talk to him, because th- yeah, he might be thinking I'm going to kill him, or just whatever. And I go, I'm, I'm thinking about taking this couch. He goes, take it. <laughs> and I think he's like getting the paper or something, but uh, he came out of the house, regardless. Um, I, get, I look at the couch again, uh, and now the sun's coming up. And, uh, I noticed that he's, I, I go, what's wrong with the couch? He goes, Oh, well, we're this dog. There's holes from dogs in it. I go, okay, well, that's not that bad. I can, I can deal with holes. Uh, I look, I go, <laughs> I look at the cushion. <laughs> I, look, I look at the cushion, which was covered up by a rug that he was also throwing out and flooring tiles. that he was also throwing out giant hole in the middle of the cushion. I go, <laughs> and I'm like, well, I guess I could deal with it. And then, you know, proceeding, there's like 10 minutes of me deciding whether or not to pick up the couch. Uh, in the end, I did pick up the couch. It's a giant. It's, the couch is truly uh, from this wall. And then my arm is this room is uh, not that big, but it, <laughs> but my arm is stretching out a little bit more. Um, so from this wall to the end of my wingspan, it's gigantic. It's enough for like four people. Uh, I'm afraid to sit on it because <laughs> Because there, you know, there are holes and dogs were on it, and I don't know these people, so I so I spent my last bit of money on uh, some disinfectant spray, sprayed it down. Hopefully, you know, hopefully we'll see. Uh, I'll get a couch cover tomorrow when I get paid, and <laughs> from Target, and and then I'll have a couch. In the, I mean, the couch is in the living room, but you know, whatever. Uh, what else happened? I went to Fleabag Live. Fleabag Live at my local art cinema, there was a thing called ntlive.com. If you go there, you can find, I think it's National Theater Live, ntlive.com. You can go there and, uh, yeah, nationaltheater.org.uk, and it'll show you broadcasts of where, where these 
acclaimed British theater plays are going to be shown in America. And, and they're only going to be at art cinemas or giant AMCs that have, you know, 40 screens and they're able to show this type of stuff. And I, and you know, they have, they have these great plays that look interesting that I really want to see like Hansard, Hansard, I think that's what it's pronounced. Um, all about Eve, one man, two governors starring James Corden. Andrew Scott is going to be in present laughter. And these are plays that are shot at the, and I think Benedict Cumberbatch is in Frankenstein, which I could care less about. Benedict Cumberbatch, A Midsummer Night's Dream. These all look so lovely and interesting. They shoot them at this national theater in, you know, England, and then uh, they broadcast it at all these different theaters, but for like two or three shows, and then that's it. Uh, at this at Landmark Theater, Mid Down Art Cinemas, uh, it was they had two showings. I tried to go on Sunday at 11 a.m. Got there. Uh, and I tried to buy my ticket there, and all the hipsters in the entire city of Atlanta were there, and there was a line out the door. It was crazy, and I just I, I couldn't go because the tickets were sold out. So I just bought a ticket for Tuesday, and uh, and I went Tuesday evening. Very lovely, very wonderful. This is the last time she's performing, so that's why I had to see it. Fleabag Live was so great. I wish I'd have to sit next to people. <laughs> my row, my row was empty. I had a, I had a row of, of four chairs to myself, and then these people, they were there were more seats. <laughs> there were more seats in front, more seats behind. These people came up, looked at me, pointed, and then <laughs> walked away. Came back, pointed again, and said, "Is anyone sitting there?" <laughs> I went, "Crap." <laughs> Oh man, I was so mad. I was like, "No, you can sit next to me." And I left the seat to my left open because there were women behind me, two nicer older ladies, uh, who were just lovely. They, when it was time to be quiet, they were quiet. They were shushing people, and I didn't want to block their path. I didn't want to block their view. And these people, this this couple, sat next to me, like directly next. It was just uh, too much. That's what you get with a sold out event, though. So, I mean, not sold out. There's still seats available, but still. Fleabag was lovely. Um, I, I, you know, you, you know, there's going to be some dark jokes in there. There was a couple of um, uh, false uh, rape, like she led you to believe that there's going to be some type of uh, sexual assault or rape thing, and uh, and then it played off as a joke, and I was like one of two people in the crowd that laughed. <laughs> I was like, oh. And then everyone else is like, mm-hmm. like people reacted when she when when she was doing this uh, this thing towards the assault and rape. And uh, I understand, but uh, you know, at some point, you're just gonna have to. You know, this is a reality. This is things that like there was another school shooting today, and these are the things that you just have to deal with. At some point, maybe we maybe we can joke about it. Excuse me, I just I hit the mic and uh, and it was. Uh, just the sound noise. The sound noise. My interview with Craig Ferguson is up, so check it out. It's a profile piece, another profile. This is the third one I've done in as many months. First one was a Diana, Diona, Reason Over, and next second one was Matt Besser, and then this one was Craig Ferguson. So check it out. It's good, if I do say so myself. Anything else? Oh, Disney Plus is out. Uh... You know what? I might have to save whatever I'm thinking for next week. Because <laughs> I'm just blazing through this stuff. Disney Plus is out. And I'm going to tell you about it as soon as I load it up. So, as you know, 
I have been touting and touting, and I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm starting the story off. I'm a hypocrite. I've been touting and touting that Disney Plus is trash and we shouldn't celebrate um, Disney. At, well, not Disney Plus is trash, but we shouldn't celebrate Disney because they are an evil corporation who's bent on trying to absorb everything and make everything their own. That being said, I can notice when there is good stuff made. Uh, Pixar does some great things, even though they only use white directors and white writers. Um, <laughs> and Disney, uh, Disney XD is great. Disney Channel is wonderful. Uh, I don't watch Disney Channel anymore, but Disney XD is great. And the, I mean, you know, the, truly, Disney makes great things, and they saved Pokemon from uh, uh, Cartoon Network. I'm trying to save myself from not having to lean forward because I'd still the setup for this is still strange. Uh, my monitor is over to my left hand side. This is this is kind of what I had at the um, at the, my last apartment. Monitors left, except for the GoPro is now to my right, but my monitor is now to my left hand side again, and it's very close. <laughs> I'm still I'm just checking. I like to look at it to see. It's very strange to look at the camera in front of me and this thing. So, so, but Disney, Disney does make some good stuff. As a case in point, when I, when I was just hating on Avengers Endgame, uh, and I only say that because the, the thing did just brush over to me, um, the, whatchamacallit, the ad, advert, uh, as I've been hating on Avengers Endgame, uh, and then I, and then, uh, you know, I have a dollar rental on Google Play movies, and then I go, you know what, I might as well give it a shot. <laughs> it's three hours, and it takes me three days to get through it. <laughs> and I watch an hour a day, and I thought, you know what, this movie wasn't as uh, pandering as I thought it was going to be, even though I kind of knew everything going in. Um, so, yeah, so with all that said, Disney Plus, uh, I did sign up for the trial. Day one, sign up for the trial, because I was I was excited to see what was going to happen, and uh, so I woke, so again I wake up at I wake up for the gym at four thirty in the morning. Woke up at four thirty on Tuesday morning. Uh, first thing I did was uh, download the app, and I downloaded the app, signed up, did the trial thing, and it's to my to my surprise it just worked. Uh, usually when these things, we'll get to how it didn't work in a second, but usually when these things are out when they're put out there's just it's it's it doesn't work you know uh, the app's janky this and that the other uh while the app is very simplistic and it's not the the best it just works the website works the the xbox app was there the playstation app was there i downloaded both of those as soon as i got home from the gym um the app works Obviously, I can't download on iPad, the iPad 4 that I have, but whatever. Uh, the app just works. And, you know, when uh, HBO Max comes out next year and when NBC's Peacock come out next year, comes out next year, I don't expect those to work at all. But this Disney Disney is able to uh, to pay the, the brightest minds to, to make whatever they have the best the most simple, the best, just like they're like Apple, just like Apple. And that's the reverence I have for Apple, Apple, you know, for all the expensiveness, for all the locked out ecosystem stuff, it just works. 
that iPad 4 I was just bemoaning, it works, you know, compared to the NVIDIA Shield tablet that I have that died out after a year of my ownership. Uh, uh, compared to the Pixel 2 XL that I have that just wonks out every now and then. It, the iPhones, Macs, all that stuff just works. Uh, same for Disney. I may not like, I think, I think Avengers and all those Marvel movies are watered down piss, but you know what? They work. They're entertaining. That being said, I still will not see a superhero movie in theaters ever again. <laughs> I'm done watching superhero movies in theaters. When when Joker comes, when Shazam is coming on HBO later this month, I'm going to watch it. I think it might even be this Saturday. Um, so I'll watch it then. Uh, Joker, when that comes to uh, HBO, I'll watch it then. But otherwise, I don't care. <laughs> superhero movies are not my bag anymore. Except for the Flash movie, I'll watch that. And Crisis on Infinite Earths, I'll watch that too. Okay, so let's do this. Let's take a quick break <laughs> because I did talk through what I wanted to talk about. Uh, three, two, one, and we're back to the show. We're back to the show. All right. Uh, you know, I, you know, I was thinking when I when I first moved the futon in here, I thought it's very cramped. Because as soon as I moved the futon, the futon was actually on this wall where this is where the monitor, I'm sitting where the TV used to be. Uh, but now the futon's on that wall over there. And um, where the bike used to be, I said the bike, it's gone now. I had traded it. <laughs> no, I gave it, I gave it away because I couldn't, it was an old bike and I thought I was going to fix it, but I couldn't. Uh, and so uh, I put it over there and it just made the entire area narrow between my desk and the TV. And now I moved it to this brick wall and it kind of opened back up, but there's still like less room. So you, it's noticeable. It's notable. That, uh, and it's cold in here because the bricks, you know, thank God during the summer, they re, they kept out the heat and retained the coolness, but good Lord, they retained the coolness. And it's uh, it was 21 degrees a couple of nights ago. So there's that. So let me get back to Disney Plus. So Disney Plus, uh, obviously you know what it is. I'm not going to explain what this is. Um, I, the first thing I did was watch uh, like a, a, a like five seconds of The Simpsons. It worked. Uh, obviously there were some issues later on that day when you know when I woke up at 4 a.m. at 4:30 in the morning, it was downloaded on the Android store the app 500,000 times. Crazy. Um. Later that day, when millions and millions and millions of people, apparently they said 10 million people signed up first day. Uh, I, you know, I'm inclined to believe them. But uh, when, you know, the other 900, 9,500,000 people downloaded it, um, it crashed the site, whatever. Okay, par for the course. Uh There are some things I wish they would do. I wish they would have like a continue watching area, which they don't. Um, I tried it out with Timon and Pumbaa. I'm so glad that they have shows like Timon and Pumbaa on here and Darkwing Duck. Um, I did not expect Bonkers. Bonkers is a, is an old uh, Disney cartoon that lasted, I think, two seasons, and they changed a main character halfway through. <laughs> Bonkers is a t- cartoon cat. They live in a cartoon world, and he and uh, he and his human partner who hates cartoons. They they they're cops, and they try to anyway. Teachers pet Chip and Dale's rescue Rangers. Oh my god, I'm so excited to watch all of this stuff. Recess or uh, Disney's Doug, which I did not expect to be on here. So you can watch Nickelodeon's Doug on Hulu, and then the the sequel series Disney's Doug on Disney Plus. 
Uh, speaking of which, I want to get to this before I forget. Yeah, whatever I'm talking about next week is going to have to be. Yeah. Um, uh, shoot. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, all right. So the, the, there's a Disney Plus bundle where you can get Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and Hulu ad-supported for $13 a month or $12 a month. Uh, however, it was found out yesterday that if you already have Hulu, like me, and it's the ad-free version, like me, that you pay $12 a month for, you can sign up for the Disney Plus bundle with ESPN Plus for the same price, for a dollar more, for the same price, and you still get the ad free. So I, so today, I'm sitting there trying to figure out how to do this, and, I've si- and I basically signed up for Disney Plus by itself, $7 a month, and I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I had to cancel a subscription. This took me, and trust me, this took me like an hour to figure out. I canceled the subscription, and then uh, there's some stuff happening in the background, and then um, as long as you, so the, the gist is as long as you sign up with, as long as you are previously signed up to Hulu plus with no ads, Hulu with no ads, then you can sign up for Disney plus using that same email address and you are, you're automatically in the bundle. Nothing happens. Uh, case in point, I now have ESPN plus and Disney plus included with my Hulu, no ads. It's amazing. It's wonderful. I ain't got to do a thing. Am I going to watch ESPN Plus? No. Maybe 30 for 30. That's it. But but nothing else. I don't care about the games and whatnot. Uh, it's very, it's, it, I mean, you know, I got I got suckered into this because of The Simpsons. And it's truly because of The Simpsons. If it, you know, next Tuesday, if they didn't, if Disney Plus didn't have The Simpsons, I probably would just let the subscription lapse like I did with Apple Plus. Um yeah. So let's get on with the first story. This comes from Motley Fool, written by Daniel Sparks. Roku is making $22.58 per user. And this is just the beginning. Highlighting how well the company is monetizing this platform, Roku's average revenue per user over the trailing 12 months uh, is 40% higher than Netflix's most expensive streaming plan. That's what's particularly surprising, however, is that the current trends indicate there's still plenty of upside left for this metric to move even higher. I got a fair. There's a hard. This is difficult to to read this <laughs> as I'm trying to do this. Uh, if you look at Roku stock trading at one dollar one hundred and forty dollars and seventy cents, which is up uh, sixty dollars. I think they started out at uh, fifty earlier this year. Uh, in contrast, Disney is trading at 147. Netflix trading at 289. Apple trading at 262. Uh, the money, where's the money coming from for all these people? For for how Roku's making cash off of you? Even if you even if you just watch Netflix and Amazon and Hulu and Disney Plus through them. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw an article that said, here's how Roku stock rose 45% last month. Yeah, that's... I remember when they came on when they came on the scene earlier this year, and I thought, I gotta, I have got to invest in them. Uh, I didn't. <laughs> While Roku does benefit from subscriptions to third-party streaming services on its platform, what happens is, if you sign up for Amazon via Roku, if you go to Roku, download the Amazon, and then uh, you sign up for, Roku, for Amazon inside the Roku... Uh, they get like a cut of change. 
advertising is the company's most important growth driver. In fact, and also, uh, you know, services like Amazon and Netflix, they pay Roku to have their app on there. In fact, monetized ad inventory on its platform more than doubled year over year in Q3, a trend that has been consistent with recent quarters. Looking ahead, Roku believes this is just the beginning when it comes to advertising spending on its platform. Only 3% of TV advertising budgets are currently spent on connected TV, yet connected TV accounts for 29% of U.S. viewing. Roku's general manager of platform business... Uh, they think the 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 gist of it is that Roku makes money. There's little ads, and if you if you have a Roku, there's little ads in different places. That's how they make their money. Uh, Roku has a free channel. They put ads on the free channel sometimes well, <laughs> with everything they show, and that's how they make their money. Uh, people pay to have their apps on there. DC Universe, you know, which I also just started the, the thing for, the trial for. Uh, the seven-day trial. What, what's going on with seven-day trials? Why can't we have two-week trials? Come on, guys. That's how Roku makes their money. Do we think that subscription-based streaming services are going to hurt Roku? Uh, the answer is, overall, this is from Roku's CEO, Anthony Wood. We're excited about the launch of all new services coming to the industry and to our platform. Engagement on our platform is very good for us. They're going to increase the interest in viewership, moving from a traditional TV to streaming. Uh, over the long haul, the big driver to watch will be the shift of the $70 billion U.S. annual advertising spending away from traditional TV to connected TV. Whew. Roku's going to have to grow that figure. And we'll see what happens if they do. Uh, when they do. Uh, it's not if. It's going to be when. Because Roku is the most popular connected streamer out there. You know, you could... Because there's just so many different varieties of Roku. You know, just like there's the reason why Android is the, the market leader is because there's so many different Android phones. I guarantee if Apple had like a, th- a thousand, <laughs> I don't know. How many uh, Android phones are there? Matt, so if, what if there's like 30 on the market right now? Let's say there's 30 that came out this year. Uh, if the Apple had 30 different versions of the iPhone that came out, you know, in the past year, then they would rule. It's all relative. Fresh Off the Boat was canceled last week, uh, last Friday. Very sad. Uh, Kaza Swoo got her wish. This, uh, I mean, we knew this. I knew this was going to come. They put it, ABC put it on Friday last season, and the ratings just never got better. And that's the reason, that's truly the reason why it got canceled. Um, you know, and it's going to end after the, its 15th episode, serving as a one hour long, one hour long series finale. And apparently there's going to be some type of um, spinoff at some point, but it's for new characters that they're, that they're introducing. It doesn't even matter. Um, but look, you put it on Friday in the year 2018, uh, uh, it's just not going to do well. It's just not going to do well. That's what happens. Um, I don't know. What, what else? You know, the, the middle aired on Fridays, I believe. Something aired on Fridays last year with the show that I watched, and it got canceled. See, this is the reason. Like, this is what happens. You just don't. You just, you should. Anyway, uh, earlier this season, Constance Wu uh, when uh, they tweeted that when ABC when ABC tweeted when somebody tweeted that um, Fresh Off the Boat was renewed for another season, she tweeted out. Uh, She's like, "Dang it!" She tweeted, but in a curse word form. She tweeted that out, and people were just like, "You can't like why like there are so many people out there who want." 
to work and you're just angry that, that your show got retweeted and she said, well, this this has got me away from doing something that I was really passionate about. And then she apologized and she basically ate crow when she went to the set of Fresh Off the Boat uh, earlier this season. Cut to last Friday, the show gets canceled and people are just making fun of her left and right. And you know what? As much as I think Constance Wu is a great actress and a treasure to the world, you deserve this for, you know, you, you find a way. You find a way to do the thing you really want to do, uh, to do the project you really want to do. Um, there are so many people in this world, so many, probably, just look at her, look at so many Asian women who would have loved to have that job. Uh, and she's out here, just, she tweets to the world that she's disappointed that the show was uh, picked up for another. Like, God, just because you starred in the biggest Asian rom-com of the past ever, doesn't mean that you can suddenly have this high horse feeling. Disappoint. I'm disappointed in her, truly. When I meet her, I would say that. <laughs> and finally, yeah, this thing's going to have to wait until next week. The last three things I was going to talk about. This comes from Variety. ABC to stop using live plus Sunday ratings. Staying on the ABC shtick at least. So, uh, let's go back 10 years before Netflix streaming when Hulu was just streaming and it was ad supported for free um, let's go back 20 years 1999 the song 1999 just came out by Prince <laughs> alright <laughs> as soon as I said 1999 my head went 1999 um when uh, television was the only television and movies were the only way to watch, you know, things, uh, ratings were so important. You know, I've, I've, I've talked about this one news time before you, you go back in time, 20, 30 years, things on TV were getting, well, not 20 years, but 30 years, things on TV were getting like 25 to 30 to 40 to 50 million viewers. Um, and now, you know, you're lucky if you break double digits and, uh, so five years ago, well, four, let's, let's say four to three to four years ago, uh, Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, uh, they were, they were putting out the, their new shows and, uh, and people were, you know, cutting cable and flocking towards these streaming services. Um, and networks were thinking, well, maybe, maybe if we just continue doing what we do, then it'll be fine. And it's not. So they've learned, well, truly only CW maybe, CW, Fox, and ABC have learned um, that it is impossible to gauge your live viewings with the, your initial viewership with, um, you know, compared to House of Cards on Netflix. Just because, you know, Stranger Things got for its first episode, you know, uh, 20 million viewers that's that or yeah yeah 20 million viewers doesn't mean that you can compare it to um in this case Stumptown on abc <laughs> so abc is joining fox and uh using the live plus same day viewing so live plus same day is you watch it live or within a 24-hour period you watch it so like if you dvr it or if you watch it on hulu or if you buy it on itunes or google play or amazon then that's what it counts as. Uh, they know that viewership has evolved. 
and that uh, they are going to have to adopt, you know, the live plus three day, the live plus seven day, um, multi-platform viewing, all that different stuff. And basically live plus three days, you know, just you watch it within the three day time frame. So a show airs on Monday, you watch it by Thursday, then your view, your view counts towards the initial viewing. Um, so now the network will lean on delayed viewership measurements, such as uh, live plus three day, live plus seven day, and multi-platform plus 35 to judge how well its shows are performing. This gives, this is great news. This is perfect for television. Uh, you may not like Fox shows like um, The Cool Kids, which was canceled last year. <laughs> Sorry, David Allen Greer and a bunch of other people. <laughs> it was a multicam sitcom. It wasn't funny at all. Uh, it was produced by Charlie Day, though. But you may you may not like that show. However, a show like that gets a chance to survive because it is able to uh, get that to get the to get the live plus three day live plus seven day like Stumptown like you you get the live plus three live plus seven day. It's important. Uh, sorry, I just got a text and it wasn't the answer I was looking for. <laughs> so, so uh, let's take a look at this. The Good Doctor is ABC's most watched show from the premiere week and multi platform plus thirty five, finishing with seventeen point two million pairs of eyeballs up from 6.3 and lifeless same day. The move comes as no surprise given that lifeless same day ratings have been in steep decline across all broadcast networks for the past few years, partly due to the rise of streaming and partly because of the shifting nature of viewing habits. Then there's a memo where the whole bunch of numbers read it then. Listen, we got to get this lifeless, the, this life, this stuff, this stuff, the way that we're treating with traditional TV, it's got to, it's, it's slowly going away but it's going away. Uh, it's kind of like, you know, how Ted Sarandos and Netflix and Reed Hastings are taking pot shots at the regular movies. Uh, you know, you, until you're as successful as them, you can't really, you know, say that you're better than them. Uh, I, I want to see the Irishman. I want to see married or what's it called marriage. Um, and I want to see, I want to see all the movies that are coming out on Netflix, but I want to see them in theaters because that'd be great. That's how I think that's how movies, but the most important part is you do it right. You do it with respect. And then when you get better, you do it better. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So that's all I got for this week's on news time, news time, constitutionals. Listen, if you like what you heard here, head to website, simplescomedy.com. We got all those great interviews. Matt Besser, Craig Ferguson. Next week, I have Dan Van Kirk coming up. Uh, his thing is coming out actually tomorrow, today, the day this this podcast goes up. But I just I don't have time to do it. Um, yeah, there's <laughs> I mean, there's that. So check out all these great interviews I have going up. Cpluscomedy.com uh, slash comedy. And then you can also head, if you want to see a video version of this podcast, head to the website, cpluscomedy.com. Oh, no, YouTube.com slash cpluscomedy. See a video version. See me in all my glory. Cold. <laughs> Uh, and then you can also watch news time, which is, uh, like the daily show, except less funny. We take one story a week and we just dissect it, put some jokes in there too. This week's is, it was a very late news time. Truly. I uploaded it as soon, like, like 20 minutes before I sat down for this podcast. And, uh, it's about Sesame street turning 50. I watched the Sesame street 50th anniversary on HBO this past weekend and it was lovely. And I, I just, Sesame street is so good. It is so good. And I just can't, 
I am so thankful it exists. I don't have children right now, but when I do, I will I will watch that show with them because it is it's insane. They have they do some great things over there. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, tell your friends, rate, subscribe, rate it on iTunes, please. I have to say that now or Apple Podcast, whatever. All right, bye. <laughs> Oh,